Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 242, co-chair of the Australian Graphic Design Association in Victoria and design director at Supersan Design, San San Truong, discusses the importance of creativity. We talk about the value of structure in creativity, how the two work together, and how to push the boundaries to create better or clearer messages. This is San San's version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. This episode was recorded in conjunction with PauseFest 2021, Australia's leading digital startup and innovation conference. Head to pausefest.com.au for more info. Thank you so much, Sun Sun, for joining me for the next episode of Be The Drop. Thank you for having me. You're moderating a session at Pause Fest, which is all about creativity and the importance of creativity. And I thought I might get started by asking you to explain your title is Design Shift Counselor at AGDA, which is the Australian Graphic Design Association. And I was intrigued. What is a Design Shift Counselor? Well, I'm part of like a council uh, for AGDA and we all have our separate states and I'm part of the Victoria state. I'm also co-chair of that council this year and I've nominated myself as spokesperson for Design Shift. So that area looks at all the new and great things happening in design and how we're shifting as designers so we're not only graphic designers these days, we've, we've expanded onto a lot of different aspects of design. And I, I think as an association, we need to cover a broader range of designers. Oh, fantastic. So as an association working to support graphic designers, obviously there's a lot of support in and around creativity. And the session you're moderating is why creativity is now more important than ever. Why do you believe that to be so? I think because of the way the world is changing, there's a lot of uncertainty and design or creativity can actually input and help solve a lot of problems. Um, We need it more than ever before. And I think we need to utilise that creativity in this world, not just from an artistic viewpoint, but from a problem-solving standpoint. And something you're passionate about is creative thinking for purpose with meaning and intention. Why are you so passionate about that? I think because I have two aspects. I've got one where you come up with great ideas and everything and people like, that's too way out. But then there's the other side of the designer, which has to converge those ideas. So you you go from an expansive viewpoint and then you come straight back down and you analyse and you figure out what is right for that moment, whatever your project you're doing. So I think there's two aspects of a designer that needs creativity but rational thinking at the same time. 
Mm. And, you know, it's interesting and you're mentioning issues like the pandemic and, and current challenges that we have and that ability to creatively problem solve is going to be more and more important for us to be able to find solutions. And yet there is research that demonstrates that as children, we start incredibly creative, but through our education system, we then end up less creative. Do you think that, that this recognition is gaining momentum? Do you see that that will actually change how we're educating and, you know, change that focus and shift on the importance and value of the creative matched with the critical? Yes, I think creativity, it's always been there, you know, since the beginning of time where humans have created tools from innovative thinking. We wouldn't be here without all that. But as time goes, we've got technology that's outsmarting us in terms of, you know, mathematical problems. But there still needs to be a human aspect that thinks, oh, yes, all that data means something to me and I can use that data to, to do something better with the world. So I think we need creativity thinking more than ever before and it's more important to teach younger generations how to utilize that skill for you and your study going through was that something that was fostered through school or was it more of a personal interest like how was your creativity fostered my home life was actually quite restrictive it was meant to be just focused on studying and learning and being really scientific and logical in everything i do but the other side of the coin was I went to a school that allowed me to be creative. Firstly, I was like really scared when they asked me to write a creative story. I was like, what? How do I write a creative story? The characters were really dry. The story was really boring. And from that point, I knew that I needed to experience life and actually to get some understanding of the world around me to be more creative. So I went to design school and I was I loved it. And later on, I went into advertising and became an art director because it was actually where I thrived the most because just being given the freedom and being paid to come up with ideas really excited me. Like I needed the brief, I needed clients and I needed to actually solve a problem in trying to present a message that actually allows me to wear different people's hats, to be in the position of the viewer and to understand how they might use a product, how they might see a product, how they might understand the communication I'm presenting or relate to a brand. And, yeah, that is the biggest aspect of my work is empathising. And in that sense, it makes a very fulfilled life. And as an organisation, Agda, what are they doing to help foster and support creativity and, you know, this mix of creativity and critical thinking within graphic design? I think we can look for inspiration from artists and designers who are already out there doing it and practising creativity. To me, it's a bit like meditation. It's difficult to do, but it's a practice that if you instill in your work, you come out better, you come out stronger. And, yeah, I I do think that as an organisation we have so many facets to consider, like in design, but by doing things like 
this pause event to demonstrate why creativity matters. It's, it's one of the ways we're trying to demonstrate that usefulness of creativity. And so in traditional industries that are maybe more conservative and traditional and do things the way they've always been done, what sort of tips would you give industries that don't consider themselves creative industries, but to encourage more creative thinking? Because the word innovation is so popular at the moment, but really innovation requires creativity. So how do we start encouraging workplaces to rather than just use the word being innovative, but to actually embrace the thinking and the ability to allow staff in a workplace to be more creative? I think we need to allow people the space and the time to do that. There's a process and a procedure, but as part of that process, can companies instill a bit of time where ideas promoted and, you know, you're allowed to make mistakes and do experiments and suggest ideas because without those suggestions, we couldn't improve the process. So say if you're in construction, you just say, okay, this morning we're going to have maybe 10 minutes to give your ideas. It doesn't matter how stupid they are, but just give them and you won't be judged. And I think that is is one of the issues is that we feel scared to be judged and and uh, the more ideas you have the better they'll become over time so yeah it's it's probably that fear that everyone has and if you give people the space they might come up with a brilliant idea Mm, I like that. The safe space for ideas, the idea incubation, really. And for you then, in your journey, what was it about graphic design? You know, when was it that you sort of thought that was for you? What is it about the creativity and that taking a brief and giving it some sort of visual, tangible context that appeals to you? I didn't originally like graphic design, to be honest. I hated the structure and the the rigidity of the whole process, but it actually taught me to be quite critical about where I place things and how I saw things, but it involves creativity on the other hand. So your question was, what drove me to be a graphic designer? I guess I think it was having those restrictions actually led me to be more creative. I found when I I started working as a, a graphic designer, having those budgets and restrictions and what the client wants and all those things actually made me think, okay, so this is my parameter. This is the box where I have to sit in, but can I can I push it a bit further? Can I push the envelope a bit more so that the idea is seen or the message is, you know, more prominent? So, yeah, there's many ways where you can sort of push boundaries and promote the message clearer or better. Mm. I think that's really fascinating because what you're talking about is that, you know, the importance of parameters to help foster more creative, innovative thinking. So it's almost like a a juxtaposition or some sort of conflict in it. I just think if we didn't have those parameters, we'd be artists. And there's nothing wrong with being artists, but I chose design as a profession because I need those limitations. (laughs) Whereas if I was an artist, I don't think I would know where to begin 
and how to express myself. So it's it's a little bit different. And I do respect artists from that viewpoint because they are some of the most creative people in the world. And that's why I think designers often look towards artists for inspiration. And so I think it's a great example of how we can work creatively, innovatively within boundaries, within parameters, but to push those boundaries. It's not about necessarily the free form of being an artist, but it's about applying that within the business context to help visually tell stories. Yeah, there's for for us it seems to be there's a purpose. There's a there's an underlying reason for everything we do and having to justify everything we do. Maybe that's why we're tortured in some way or another. It's a bit frustrating because of that conflict, but it's also what makes us really good designers. Yeah, so there's the good and the bad. It's got the reward as well as the challenge. (laughs) Yes. So then for you then, if now it's more important than ever to be creative and encourage creativity, what do you think are the steps that we can do that? How do you see this going forward? I think, like I said before, we could instill some sort of practice in, in the workplace where we are given maybe 20 minutes a day or an hour a week just to come up with good ideas and present that to the company or even in our own everyday life, cooking, dancing, making something like furniture or pottery or doing something fun and allowing yourself that space to play and come up with brilliant ideas. It, It just satisfies yourself as well as perhaps having a purpose in the end. So I think to allow creativity, you need expansiveness first but if you want to be a designer you need to come back down so so it's like the double diamond effect which is you expand and then you come come down and you make those decisions and you refine all those ideas to come to a solution but it you know it's really about recognizing and giving value to both that expansiveness and then the parameters and and seeing the value in both of those, but also allowing it. And I think in our constant go and busyness, there isn't as much time or space allowed for expansiveness and for ideas and and the fun and the joy, the play. Yeah, it's all it's all part of the human psyche and it's a very important part of the human psyche because, you know, technology is developing so fast now and we we can't be replaced by machines in terms of creativity. And we have this innate ability to create and tap into our emotions, our experiences, all our thoughts and thinking to come up with brilliant answers to the world's greatest problems, even your own. So use it everywhere you can. And, you know, I love that as a, as a closing point. We've got this opportunity. We have this capacity and, and now is the time. So I think that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with me. Thanks, Amelia. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. 
To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.